Well, I'm I'm on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, July the 1st, and we're so thankful that you have taken time to be with us for our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those of you listening on the radio 95.9 FM. Uh, We've got folks listening and watching on Facebook. We welcome you. And then our podcast and then also our new radio app. And we're thankful for the different uh, ways you can listen. I hope it's a blessing. I hope it makes it easy for you. Uh, If you're outside of the radio area, then there's some different ways that you can listen. Or even if you're away from a radio, you can listen on a smartphone or on a computer, uh, an iPad, whatever it may be. And uh, we're so thankful that you've tuned in today. And uh, we love uh, having you with us. Happy birthday today to Nathaniel Gardner and Jaden Hines and Greg Moore and A.J. Terry. I hope you folks have a great day today. And happy anniversary to Kevin and Julie Walsh. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And uh, it's hard to believe we said yesterday uh, the end of June. Now here we are already in July And we're looking forward to, we had a great kids crusade, had boys and girls get saved and had a wonderful time, but we're looking forward to now a great day on Sunday. Uh, We'll be in the building. We'll uh, have a patriotic Sunday, patriotic singing. Uh, I'm preaching Sunday morning, a message about uh, the United States of America and the need for our country to turn back to God. And uh, I hope that you'll plan to be here Sunday night after the service. Uh, We'll have ice cream sandwiches and sparklers. We'll have hot dogs. And we've got a special singing group with us Sunday night at 6. You don't want to miss it. Uh, We had a great time under the tent. We've enjoyed the drive-in services. But it's it's good that we're getting to finally be back in the building for all of our services and the regular schedule. We hope that you'll join us. Let's be in prayer for our country. And let's be in prayer for the nation of Israel. And let's continue to pray for God's blessing upon our church and our members and pray that God would watch over us and protect us. And uh, let's continue to pray for revival for our nation. Here's a great song sung by a ladies group, uh, The Echoes of Joy. And the name of this song is America Come Home. And uh, I hope that's our prayer, that America would come back to God. This nation was founded upon the Word of God. This nation was founded upon Bible principles. But we have seen our nation turn its back on God. And we have seen uh, many of our leaders who have uh, promoted and embraced uh, sin and wickedness and how we need to turn back to God. Second Chronicles seven fourteen it says, If my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. God said, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Let's uh, listen to this great song, America, Come Home. To the land of the free and the home of the brave, we'll gladly pledge our allegiance until our grave. 
published on the Bible, founded on God's Word. It's time that we as Christians speak out, that we may be heard. That a house divided against itself cannot stand alone. And this is the cry of God Almighty America, come home. One nation under God, is it still true today? Or have we wandered farther and farther away? We've got to spread the news, both that is my prayer, and I hope that's your prayer as well, that we would see America come home. You know, if we don't see revival in our country, and if we don't see uh, God turn this nation, uh, I, I shudder to think what it's going to be like for our children and grandchildren and the generations to come. And we need God to do something miraculous in this nation. We're in Proverbs 7. Yesterday, we saw the instructions from Solomon to his son, Rehoboam, and he said in verse 1, he said, My son, keep my words. And he gave the reminders of the importance of the Word of God and the commandments of God. And Solomon instructs his son. And he says in uh, Proverbs 7, uh, verse 5, he says that they may keep thee from the strange woman. Now, the first few verses, he just says that the commandments, uh, you need to keep the commandments, you need to guard the commandments. And he said, and they will guard you, they'll protect you. But now in verse 5, he says specifically, we need these commandments to keep us from a dangerous, dangerous person. Now, this says to keep thee from the strange woman. That word strange, we've talked about it. It means different. 
And we're not just talking about someone who is of a, a different race or different nationality or different background. We're talking about someone who does not believe in God, someone who does not uh, care about the things of God. That's a strange person. You need to watch out for that person. The Bible says that as Christians, we are not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. That's why I don't believe a Christian young person should date someone who is not a Christian. You say, well, I think they'll get saved eventually. Well, maybe, but maybe not. And you don't want to enter a marriage uh, having going two different directions. You don't want to enter a marriage with two different sets of beliefs. You want to be on the same page. You want to have the same foundation for your marriage. Jesus Christ ought to be the foundation for your marriage and for your children and for your family. But Solomon warns his son about the strange woman. This word strange, it also has the connotation of someone who is immoral. Can I tell you, don't hang around people that are immoral. Don't hang around people uh, that are ungodly and that are wicked and that are, 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 are flaunting it and, and trying to get you to go along with it. Stay away from that crowd. Don't get around them. Uh, the, the law will keep us, the Bible will keep us from the strange woman, from the stranger which flattereth with her words. I want you to notice a couple thoughts about the strange woman uh, here in Proverbs 7. Number one, I want you to see her title. It's interesting, of all the words to describe this woman, Solomon uses the title or the description of strange. This is a strange woman. This is an immoral woman. This is an ungodly woman. But I wonder, as we think about the strange woman, I wonder what would be the title that somebody would give you. I wonder what would be the title that somebody would give me. I hope nobody would ever put that label on you or me and say, there's an immoral person. There's an ungodly person. There's a wicked person. I hope that we would not have the title, there's a backslidden person. You say, well, pastor, you're talking to me right now. I am immoral. Uh, I am ungodly. Uh, I am backslidden. Or maybe you're listening today and you say, I am lost. I'm not even, I don't even know Christ is my savior. Well, friend, I got good news for you. You can change that today. You can trust Jesus Christ and you can become a child of God. If you're living a wicked life, you can get right with God today. I'm glad that God's mercy uh, is, is, is everlasting and God will forgive you if you'll come to him and confess your sin to God. But I wonder what is the title that someone would give you? What is the title that someone would give me? What are you known for? Uh, what are the qualities and what are the characteristics that define your life? Let me give you a few examples. I hope when people see us, I hope they think there's a person who's a Christian. Not just because they say they're a Christian, but because we live like Christians, because we live like Christ, because we live according to the Word of God. Wouldn't that be great if someone said, there's a Christian man, there's a Christian woman, and not because we ever told them we were Christian, but because they saw it, because it was evident in our lives. How about this? Wouldn't it be great if somebody said, there is an honest man, or there is an honest woman. Wouldn't that be great if we were just known for, hey, we're honest, we tell the truth. Uh, we don't cheat. Uh, we don't lie. We don't steal. Uh, we don't, uh, uh, we don't uh, uh, lie on our time card at work. Uh, we pay our bills. We show up when we're supposed to show up. We fulfill responsibilities that we've been given because we are honest. Wouldn't it be great if someone said, there's a giving person. There is someone who is not selfish. They're not self-centered, but they're always giving. 
They are always serving. They're always looking for opportunities to help somebody else. I'm amazed so many times when I hear about our church members who uh, they never tell me. Uh, they, they don't announce it. They're not looking for the credit, but they'll make meals and they'll drop them off for people in need. Uh, they'll, they'll take care of a person by providing this or doing this or mowing the lawn or whatever. And you say, yeah, you know, pastor, I've been wondering, when are people going to start doing that for me? If, if you're waiting for somebody to do that for you, you miss the whole thing. The Christian life is not about what can somebody do for me, but it's what can I do for somebody else. And a Christian is one who is giving. I wonder if someone would ever give us that title. There's a giving person. There's a caring person. There's a loving person. There's a kind person. You see, I hope that you believe the Bible. I hope that you stand on the truths of the Word of God. And I hope you stand against what's wrong and stand for what is right. But I hope you're always kind. I hope I'm always kind and gracious. Uh, people may not agree with our position, but it should never be our disposition that causes people to turn away from Christ. I wonder what is your title? I wonder what is uh, the characteristic that describes your life? Proverbs 22, verse number one, the Bible says a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. Let's work today. Let's work on building a name that is a good name. Let's work on building a testimony that would bring honor and glory to Jesus Christ. This strange woman, her title did not come by accident. Her title was not picked at random. It came because that is the way that she lived. And friend, I want to tell you, we need to avoid the strange woman. We need to avoid the strange man, those people who are immoral, those people who are ungodly, those people who have no regard for, for purity and no regard for the things of God. We live in a society where holiness and purity is often scorned. It is often mocked. As a matter of fact, now well, the things that are praised are, are perversions. The things that are praised today uh, on the news is the homosexual lifestyle. Friend, I got news for you. God loves those people who are given to that lifestyle, but God still hates that sin. God loves the person who is an adulterer or an adulteress. God loves that person, but God still hates that sin. God loves the person who may be immoral, the person who may uh, be uh, uh, living a, a lifestyle that is wicked, ungodly. God loves that person, but God hates that lifestyle. God loves the person who is a liar, but God hates the lies. God loves the sin. But God loves the sinner. Let me rephrase that. God loves the sinner, but God hates the sin. And I hope that we will avoid, and I hope we will stay away from the people who want to lead us away from God. Let's pray for them. Uh, let's uh, be burdened for them. Let's be broken for them. Let's not give up on them. But let's do our very best to stay as close to God as we can. And let's be holy as God has called us to be a holy people. I hope you have a great day. Let's live on the winning side. We will be back tomorrow and we'll try to continue in uh, this uh, series on Proverbs 7 about the strange woman. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, 
maybe a family member or a coworker. We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.